you know, I really, really, really hate these hippies. But you know what? With this summer heat, I think they might be on to something. Enough of that. Enough of that. <clears throat> All right, you green peace-loving pieces of shit. We hear you. The world is getting warmer. Mike, how come there was a little bit of panic in your face when you did that laugh? Because because I have a hernia, <laughs> and I had to hold oh, on you? to my hernia. Oh, no. I, I, I do that. I, you know, um, for months now, I, I've been raising yeah, yeah. my right knee to blow my nose in the morning. I do jumping jacks in the morning, mm-hmm. but... My arms don't jack. I simply jump because both of my hands have Your to... arms don't jack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, I have to hold on to the hernia oh, that's um, under my abdomen and to the right. I've got to hold it. Hold it in. Uh, so it hurts? like. No, no, it doesn't hurt at all. I just... Like if when I were it to, pops out, though, like... Well, in the morning, actually, it's always in. It's, it's like, really... It's really rare that it like actually is out in the morning. It like is is in and, and it stays in until I, it usually like in the morning I drink I drink a lot of water first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, so much that that will probably make it maybe come out a little bit. Sometimes not. Um, yeah, I mean, and and when I eat like if I eat food, but I I I, I uh, do intermittent fasting. I I enjoy fasting during the day so. Excuse me. I actually have nothing to worry about as far as like food causing my hernia to pop out. Uh, yeah, and then by the evening, or you know, when I do eat, I'm fairly inactive, so it doesn't cause me any pain. It doesn't really cause any discomfort. Um, but you know, that's not to say that I shouldn't. That I can probably just have it. Yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I, I do need eventually to. Eventually, yeah. Well, because like I, I I can't go running, for example, and my dog is gaining weight, probably because I haven't been able to really run with her. One because of the terrible heat. Like it doesn't, dude. Even if I were to wake up at seven or eight, it would still be too hot for her. It's still, dude. It's too hot right now, yeah, it's, uh, and it's eleven o'clock at night to walk a fucking dog, mm-hmm. especially with her hair. Yeah, you just uh. I don't know. It's been pretty stifling. Like the hundred degrees started here, dude, way early this year. June. Suddenly, too. Yeah. You know, because there was like a week where it was like eighty nine to ninety two, and then, dude, bam, one o two. Yeah, take that. Um. Yeah. I I often look at the humidity. Um, Houston is always the worst, like by far. I don't understand why anyone lives there. Uh, no offense to Houston. It's just like, what what are y'all doing? I mean, what, are you, what, what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, I've, it could be fun to visit, you know? I've had I've had a good time in Houston. We went to a... We went on a family trip there once and uh, stayed in a nice hotel. Had a good time. My wife and the boys and I. And Yeah. I was born there. You were born in Houston. I was. Yeah. Did you know that? 
I don't I don't think so. I mean, I pr- I've probably heard it before, but yeah, I was born there. I'll commit it to memory. This I time. think I had a good life too there. But it's just too humid, so you left. You bailed yeah. out. I probably, as a spoiled little two-year-old, I probably demanded... Um, Move me someplace slightly less humid. Go, yeah, like ever so slightly less humid. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the guy that works at Cane's in the drive-thru. He's got long mm. hair. Um, he is a white guy. Um, he asked me if I did radio, and I told him about the show. Maybe he'll listen to it. Sir, if you're oh. listening, I don't remember your name, but uh, I hope you check out the show. And you are always very friendly, and you are very good at your job. And if you ever have down days where you think, man, I'm jaded, uh, I just want you to know that your positivity um, really is great. And no matter what you do in your life, if you want to change your life in any way, I I, uh, I want to tell you, hold on to that positivity because it's really nice and it makes it made my day better. And I'm sure you've made a lot of people's days better, man. Have a great have a great one. I'm sure I'll see you again. Dang, that's that's great. That's beautiful. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty cool. I hope he listens. You know? I think he might. That would be really cool. You just like talk to this guy in the drive through and yeah, to our show. Yeah. Wow. Well, he complimented me first, which I, I'll never speak uh, good about anyone unless they compliment me mm-hmm. first. Yes, that's so he that's very unlocked my grace. Well, uh, yeah, Dude, I just hope, how, I hope, I hope more people I, can compliment you. So that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm such a shit. Um, Mike, I, it was uh, it was really cool to hear that intro song again it's been too long since i heard it um you know what at this point i usually make a statement about (laughs) you know us getting on schedule uh ladies and gentlemen you know we're gonna do what we need to do there have been a lot of roadblocks in life i think for everybody Mm -hmm. uh and us included um yeah i don't know but but it's good to be back it's good to hear it's good to hear that intro it's good to um yeah, you know, to crack uh, 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 listeners. So if you don't know, Mike, Mike wrote and recorded that song. I, I, we, when we were conceptualizing this podcast, I, uh, I told him that uh, I wanted our intro song to be something like, like Space Hog in the meantime, with like a really hook, a really uh, catchy hook that was instrumental, electrical guitar that you could just like get in your head. And he went and recorded that, and it's just the perfect intro to our show. I love hearing it every time. I was really happy uh, that you liked it. I was, I was really, um, I was hoping that you would. I'm, I'm glad you like it. That makes me feel really good. Yeah, it's um, so 90s. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to do that. It didn't take that long. I don't remember. Um, I don't think it took that long. Uh, I, I think you had it like the next day, so. Yeah, yeah. no, it was kind <coughs> yeah. of a quick process. It's awesome. Um, yeah, we we have some plans for the show. We're gonna try and get back on track here, and uh, we've got some things we we want to do. We've got some some people we want to talk to, and uh, we've yeah. got something in the works for uh, later this year, and hopefully we can make it come to pass. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all we're gonna say about it for now. Mm-hmm. But that's the idea. We want to. Uh, we want to have more shows, and we want to have a little something special later on this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, multi-week project, um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to make that happen. Totally, yes. Um, 
Well, Mike, uh, should we go ahead and jump into what we've got here, or is, th- is there anything else we need to do to catch up, or uh, like? Well, I'd like to know how you're doing. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm average, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Things are good. Um, I I don't know how, but somehow my household of six has avoided COVID these last two plus years. That's incredible. Still. Good for you. Um, I got the OG. Yeah, yeah. But that's amazing, man. I'm really happy about that for you. That's so awesome. We've been good on that front. Uh, the kids are out of school, having fun summer. They're swimming a lot. They're so tan. Like, my, my oldest son's legs are are darker than you are right now, I think, which is... Wow. I'm sorry if that's uh, that culturally... Oh, no, racially no. Insensitive. <laughs> no, dude. I, I'm I'm very caramel. And but even he dark. is very... He's he's dark right now like uh, all my uh, siblings were commenting on it the other day when we were together for the fourth of july and, oh uh, yeah saying man he's so dark and i'm like yeah but they've been in the pool like constantly and, that's uh, great man good man you can you gotta do yeah yeah even the youngest too um they just did some swim lessons at the beginning of the summer um to get them more more confident in the water and mm. even my little three-year-old is like swimming swimming like it's pretty impressive so that's good yeah man how how about you how's things how's things uh, are good how's the lady in your life how's the dog oh she's doing great um her and the dog are at her parents because of a problem with the air conditioning um so that is unfortunate oh yeah so um you should uh you should yell at your on your landlord a lot and uh yeah well uh i i i uh, we we had both made it um the landlord is good about letting telling us uh what to expect and right now the chiller there's a fan in the chiller and the uh the motor or whatever something needs to be replaced the part um needs to be delivered so uh pending no supply issues mm. or yeah those wi- which dude supply chain. Uh, l- lately that's been <laughs> oh yeah so trust me, I've got to deal with it at work and yeah it's a thing no it, it is it's a weird um weird times we're living in yeah uh, it, it sucks yeah so hopefully tomorrow it'll, it'll be back on track but you know thankfully we both have families with nice homes and cooled off homes yeah but you know and like uh right now my job driving around i don't have air well i do have air conditioning in my car but it's really really weak it probably just needs some freon and i've been to do that we should uh i I can help you with that okay hook it up yeah yeah we should (coughs) yeah but you could change your life i remember one summer the first summer i moved moved back here after my mission we uh i was driving that Ford Taurus station wagon, remember that? Yes. It didn't have AC the beginning of summer, and uh, went through at least a month of uh, just stifling heat. And uh, took it to a guy that I've known my whole life. You know, he has a like used car dealership and stuff. And um, took it to this guy, and he he hooked it up to uh, the Freon thing in his shop, and it was blowing icy cold air after that, and it was life changing. So. 
so does there need to be a flush first and then the uh no maybe i mean maybe but i i doubt it we could just try it you know, get one of those cans of like twenty dollars and mm-hmm. hook it up and see if it works but we can, uh, we can talk about i'm gonna that. be really pissed if that's all it needed well i'll be really happy if you know, i mean oh well you know what no no <laughs> yeah no adam you're right that's the right idea i shouldn't be mad about it at all i should just be happy never mind about my pissed the take past. it back. Oh, yeah. About my you, past pissed. Yeah. You, you don't oh. need that. No, I don't need it. Well, Mike, I, uh, I thought it'd be fun to play a game tonight. I would love to. You know, we, uh, we've had some fun on the show playing some, some games that I've come up with, and uh, it makes it a little bit easier. I, I, I was going through a couple ideas for shows, and uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really uh, really connect with any of those ideas, so... I uh, I thought of this game and uh this game you might have played as a child. This this game called Guess Who. I played this game one time. Okay. And I loved it. I remember where I was and who I played it with. It had some uh, some good commercials. I I remember, you know, the, it the little did. characters would yes. talk. Um but Guess Who. Uh so what we're going to do is I've I've written the names of uh, you can have some of that ice if you want oh. to make your drink more cold. There, that's Mike. okay, yeah, I brought dude. Plenty. Um, Maybe on the next one. We've got some some '90s musicians, bands, and uh, artists, and um, they are going to be our our characters tonight. That we're going to guess who about. Okay, so here's here's how we're gonna play, um, and here's how we're gonna play music while we do this and make it an interesting listen for the podcast. Uh. Um, one of us will ask a question um, about who the other person's musician or band or whatever is. Okay, um, so like you could you could ask a genre question or you could ask a like a, is this is this is this entity in embroiled in any major scandals or like uh, uh, yes. is this a Grammy award winner? You know, I, I don't know if we would know that. But you know, and uh, as as we ask questions, each turn we're gonna we're gonna flip people down, right? So every time one of us flips some of our uh, some of our people down, we can answer, or we could play a song of one of the artists who we flip down. Mm. And then, of course, when we guess each other's uh, answer, then we can we can play some of that person's music as well. Nice. Okay, so we've got 24 bands and artists, musicians, rappers, stuff like that. Um, you want to go ahead and draw one here? Here I go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to draw. Let me see. Uh, Keep it. it hidden from me. Keep, okay. And Don't let Adam see. So can I look at it? Yeah, you can look at that. I'm going to look at mine. And then I'm going to... Uh, nice. You want to be blue or red? I'll be blue. Here you go. There's that. You can uh, flip open your, your game board. Your your uh, now. Do I flip it where the question? You open them all up. It should all up. be open. They should all be showing. Um. And uh, careful. There's little stickies on those. Uh, nice. But this will uh, show you who we're working with here tonight. And all right, uh, how about you go first, Mike? You can 
Okay, so so you were, you're gonna want to go ahead and flip down uh, your person so that you you know that one's out of the out of play for you. Okay, <clears throat> and I flipped mine down as well. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, go ahead, shoot, ask me anything. Okay, ask you about the one that you have, the one that yeah, you you're trying to figure oh. out who I've got. Okay, is it? technically a band no okay it is not a band so now you flip people down and uh you can pick one of those ones you flip down or maybe it could just be the last one you flip down and we'll play a song from that artist One more time, Adam. What do I do? <laughs> Tell me one of the uh, like the last one you flip down, and we'll play a song from that artist. The last thing I flipped down was Oasis. Oh, they're a good band, and they are technically a band. Ah. That's why we listen to that. I will contemplate. My first question will be Slip inside the eye of your mind Don't you know you might find A better place to play You said that you've never been But all the things that you've seen Slowly fade away So I start a revolution from You know, rules for life, really. Rules for life. Whenever you contemplate and you think, do not be distraught. Do not be vexed. Don't be cross. Don't look back in anger. 1995, that is from What's the Story, Morning Glory. Mm, Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Mike. To the best of your knowledge, is your artist from another country? No. They are from the United States of America. They are an American artist. I'm going to flip down a few (coughs) of these here then. Definitely you. And, uh, oh, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, 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 yep. Yes, so um, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that one goes down for sure. Um, I, I think that is it. The last one I flipped down was U2. Oh. And so I'm going to find some 90s U2. Oh, yeah. You got to be specific. They've, we're God, gonna they've go been to, around. Uh, we're going to go right here. Nineteen ninety ones, Octung Baby. Yeah, big, big album. Uh, honestly, I don't know if they've ever put out a. Oh yeah, there's a very, very big song. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? feel one way or another about this song sometimes I think it's leave a bad of, taste in your mouth on it most most of the time yeah I, I find it a little boring I know that lyrically it's very like encompassing of the whole world and you know something that everybody can relate to but I mean it's just so I don't know man I mean no disrespect well actually yeah who cares? I'll, I'll disrespect <laughs> it all day. No, I don't. I don't really like it today, tonight. No, I'm, I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm having a terrible time. I love it. I think it's just nice and uh, <laughs> makes me feel good. I like the sound of it. One man. Yeah. 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 Great stuff. We'll play that again in you a know, little bit. We'll I, play it again later. You know. Just, uh, we will not. Next time you'll feel better. No, I won't. <laughs> well, who knows? I might. No, I, honestly, um, about no. I, I was gonna say seven. Usually eight out of ten times I hear it, I'm disgusted. Oh, don't be disgusted, Mike. It's fine. It's good. It's just pleasant. Uh, when I look I, back it, on it, when I look back on it, I'm angry. No. When I look don't back, look back in anger. All right, Mike, you are up. Ask me anything you want to about my musician here. Or, yeah, go go for it. Shoot. Wow. Um, did they have a career spanning um, outside of the 90s before and or after the um, 80s and 2000s? Perhaps the 80s, not the 2000s, or beyond. And it's not a band. Correct. Oh, okay. Let me, let me see. Um, let me see something real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that should have gone down. Yeah, so just the 90s. Just the 90s. Okay. 
Yeah. And uh, confused about for some specific reasons. Um. All right. Um. The one I put down was Beastie Boys. Ooh. All right. Because of their, they had a quite the career in the eighties. I mean, it wasn't as big, but it was there and the two thousands. This is 1998. Hello, nasty. This is intergalactic. I guess I should have put them down before because they're technically a band. Yeah, sure. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't do that. How do you feel about this song? I, I like it. It's not my favorite Beastie Boys song. Um, but, but like, you know, if you, if you like the Beastie Boys, I, I think that, like, there's such a, there's just like such a, they have their own sound that it's like, honestly, you're probably going to like most of their songs because, you know, it's just like who they are. Yeah. So, like, I, re- I remember when this, this video came out and I saw it. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 I didn't actually like it at first. I mean, I was like, you know, I knew Sabotage and, um, you know, all the other... Like, the License so, to Ill stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, so much of their other material and... I mean, like it. It really. I was like, yeah, it sounds like the Beastie Boys. I mean, this is. Yeah. This is. Well, I think that might have been one of the first Beastie Boys songs I knew. I knew uh, Brass Monkey pretty early on. Too, yeah, but dude, that, that, that Intergalactic really just reminds me of hanging out with friends. Like my my first set of friends that I could like go hang out with. You know, as a teenager and like riding around in older kids' cars and stuff like that because. Hmm. And that's just, it takes me back to that. It's it's pretty great. That's cool, man. That's a cool memory. Mike, if I were to listen to your artist, would I be hearing the voice of a female singer? You would not. I would not hear a lady singing. Okay. Well, then, these ladies are going to have to go bye-bye. Good night. Lay down. Get out of here. Sorry, honey. Uh, Kicked to the is that all that is oh the last lady i flipped down uh was named robin oh dude b-y-n oh dude i actually like some of her songs and my sister had this cd 
And this song is called Show Me Love. I love this song. Dude, dude, I love this Robin song, dude. Robin is here. 1995. Dude, I love this song. Honestly, I do. Always been told that I've got too much pride. Here it is. She might be British. She might be. I'm not sure. Not um, dude, on that. But man, what a great pop song, dude! Right? This th- I love this kind of pop. Dude, listen to that chorus, dude. It's, it's huge. Uh, I wonder who produced this. They did a phenomenal job. The piano. This is really pretty. Yeah. Unique instrumentation. Yeah. In right here. Oh wait. Listen to the, I guess bridge. It's like it's like how seal sounds. Yeah. And then this. Ooh. Hear that that change? Yes, absolutely. All right, here it comes right here. Check this shit out. Nice space here. Yeah. And then bringing it up, bringing it up. And then bring the vocal track down to a single vocal right here. Here it comes. Dude, I am smiling. Thank you, Robin. I'm going to go ahead and fade you down. Dude, yeah. Man, that is... Dude, that's phenomenal. I, I love that song, man. She also has another song... Like that that song really brings me back. That's like straight up uh skating rink. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like absolutely. That's like like you um back when I was starting to notice girls, like cuz girls like they loved that song, they would sing it, and I would I, I like secretly loved that song too. I was like, "Oh man, I, re- I actually really like this as well." Yeah, it's no, great, my man. my sister uh like I said had that CD. Um she's from Stockholm, Sweden. Dude Dude, the Swedes are amazing pop artists. I kind of, I wish I'd said it earlier, but I was kind of feeling Sweden. Um, I, I think I just remember that from somewhere. But um, yeah, I could have flipped her down earlier when I asked uh, if they were from this country or not. But there you go. All right, Mike. I'm glad. I'm glad. It is S- your turn. Simple one, simple one. Is this artist a rapper? Yes, this is a rapper. Whoa, dude, a lot of mine are coming down. Okay.
Ooh, the final, final one to come down. You're gonna win this. Spice round, Girls. Well, that's great because you know, same kind of era and uh, yeah, ladies doing it. Let's hear. I mean, uh, should we? There are actually several really great songs by them. There's one in particular I'm thinking of. Would you like to say? Because you can choose. It's. Uh, I've always really liked. Um, oh wait, no. I thought of two become one, mm-hmm. but but that's kind of a ballad. And we just heard a pop female ballad. Um, uh, I'm giving you everything, all the joy. Mm-hmm, this I swear. Um, what's that? Say song you'll called? be there. Say you'll be there, dude. Yeah. That song, dude. Yes, dude. Play that song. Oh. Dude, this is this is great. This is great pop music. So another one my sister had, but I believe she had this one on tape cassette. Spice World. Mm. 1996. Ninety-six is Spice World. The single "Wannabe" took over the United States. Oh yeah, it was uh, another British invasion. Yeah, big, dude, big time. Yeah, oh yeah. My brother got to see the Spice Girls uh, a couple years ago in London. Dude, yeah, that's now, fun. dude, that's a show. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, they've got they've got some real, uh, real huge. You know, because they're they're one of those big. British bands. Yes. Like this guy on my mission uh, was a huge Beatles fan and um, he had a bunch bunch of British flag stuff in his house and he had on his bed he had Spice Girls bed sheets because of all the the Union Jacks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't they, know if he realized that they were Spice Girls bed sheets, but that's uh, hilarious. Yeah. They yeah, no. Um yeah, they like had Union guy. Jack dresses and yeah, like yeah, Union yeah. Jack, everything sure. this is great, dude. The British, like, they really, um, they love their, like, their home acts. Like when they're, um, but you know what's funny? They're not a '90s band, but we've played them on the show, uh, much to my delight and your um, dismissal. Uh, Def Leppard was a band that 
It's bad. They blew up in the United States big time. And it actually took them a while to um, really make it at home. And it really bothered them mm. that... Uh, well, that's, that's sad. They really they were really uh, oh. really trying to make it mm. in, in the UK. Even though the market in the United I'm States is like... i for them. You should. Yeah. You should do that. Many tears. Because they're a great band. No, I, I'm not... Ever, Dude, I don't, under, do, I don't understand what... Great what, band. I don't understand but, uh, why... It's just... The production, the uh, the it's sound, amazing. It, it just makes me. It's it's incredible. They're one of the it, greatest I produced need to turn rock bands. No, dude. I, I, I honestly, so honestly, fast. I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, I like good stuff. See? Dude, you're like you like Van Halen, <laughs> uh, but you don't like I, Def Leppard. I'm not a big Van Halen fan. Adam, really. get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 1990. What I am your host, Michael Joseph. We didn't do that at the beginning. I don't think we did. And this is <laughs> Who cares? We didn't even say the name of <laughs> God I can't you know, while we were setting this up too for the show, um, there were a lot of mishaps and, and Adam and I kept looking down at the equipment like, Did we plug everything in? <laughs> I started this show with the microphone turned the opposite direction and I sat here wondering like Check check what one two thinking like dude I don't it, sound I sound weird don't let him get down on himself because of that it's a cylindrical microphone and it would be an easy honest mistake yeah, anybody can make that's so. true all right Mike is your band a pop punk band technically no no yeah no okay all right uh, n- not even really technically, just uh, no. Mm, okay, interesting. But it's related. I see. Um, great. Um, well, that ge- that gives me something to work with for next time, but the last thing that I have flipped down is a little band, a little trio... Um, who had an album in the year 1997 called Dude Ranch. Oh. And that included this song about Princess Leia. This is called A New Hope, and this is Blink-182.
That's great. Yeah, man. It's just fun, you know? Yeah. This is when Bleak 182 played every song way too fast. Let's <laughs> <laughs> record Travis Barker. Yeah. Your old drummer, Scott, who is having a lot of medical issues lately. Yeah, I've seen that. Dude, you want to know, right. know why? Because he married a Kardashian. Well, I mean, you know, that'll do it. He's also in that plane accident. Plane no, crash. no, it has nothing to do with that. It's more the choice of wife. Well, I'm just kidding, man. You know happy what? wife, those, happy life. Those ladies are probably nice people. I mean, for all I know. Here's a Tom DeLonge solo. Yeah, very typical. All right. <laughs> no disrespect, man. Tom DeLonge writes great parts. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, Blue Rain's an awesome band. Um, they clearly improved, like, vastly. Yeah. I mean, seriously, Blink-182 is one of those um, bands where from one album to the next was an incredible improvement. Yeah. And, I mean, like, sure, the production value for Enema of the State was also, like, much, much, much higher. But, um, honestly, not just the songs, but the arrangements. You can track it if you listen to the albums in order. It's, like clear and distinct like oh this is better than the last thing i heard yeah like buddha is terrible yeah dude yeah. that album sucks. well yeah it's like recorded in a bedroom yeah like, it's, dude, that it's is not professional at yeah. in the least no yeah. um they like because like yeah that's a fun song but like there are so many parts of it that are just kind of like done very uncleanly um I, I just I think it's so funny. Their early work is so fast. It's like, it's like, um, it's like as fast as nineteen eighties American yeah. hardcore, like, um, you know, like something like Minor think, Threat or something. I think that's just the way punk was then. You know, like, uh, like Descendants or whatever. Dude, no, the, yes, yes, yeah. very much. You're, you're exactly right. And they were huge fans of them. Yeah, for sure. Like really big fans. Uh, I think they covered. They would cover the Descendants like a lot in their in their first when they when they played live show, especially because in Southern California people were that was still like a big thing. Yeah. People, people people around there really know uh, know who they are. All right, Mike, you've got. Uh, I'm looking at your board, and you've got two things left up. I have like twelve. I don't know. I'm not counting, but a lot more than you. So I guess uh, I'll just guess one. You can do that. Go ahead. Make a make make a guess. Is it Will Smith? No, it's not Will Smith. Oh. <laughs> You've only got one left up. Um, All right. I guess we'll play a Will Smith song. and uh, Yeah, even though he's a piece of shit. But you know who it is now. Wait, what? Oh, because he slapped uh, somebody? You know, or? I mean, no, I, I, I really, actually, I take that back. I don't want to just say that blankly about him just for that. I think that was a, you know, a crappy move, but um, I don't think he's doing very well. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he sure was in 1997. Dude. Big Willie style. The first time I ever heard anything about getting jiggy with it, Jerry Seinfeld said it. He was, like, referencing That's hilarious. Because he is hilarious. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. Ooh, that's it, now honey, honey, come ride. TKNY, all up in my eyes. You got a rider, bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Hey, bye, look 
looking at me, glancing a kid. Wishing they was dancing a jig here with this handsome kid. Sick a cigar right from Cuba Cuba. I just bite it. It's for the look, I don't light it. Little way to am I on the ant or play. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like four play. Yo, my cardio is infinite. <laughs> Big Willie Styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. I think the verses are a lot better than the choruses. <laughs> yeah, the verses, no, dude, he's a great rapper. Those nanas are really. Oh, that sucks. I hate that. They're This is. This would MC Hammer would have been if he had kept going. No, dude. Is he allowed to say that? That's fine. I like it. I mean, I like the verses a lot. I don't really like the choruses at all. Uh, it's catchy, um, but it's so gay. <laughs> It's so just... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a, take a little gamble here and uh, ask you. Okay. You've got one thing left up. Uh, I've got... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Is... Ah. Uh, I feel like uh, the way you answered the last question was kind of leading. Uh, I I tried to make it that way. And uh, I'm wondering, Mike, do you have the mighty, mighty boss tones? Ooh. Man, um, close. Did I go the wrong direction? You did. Uh, but okay. no, well, actually, don't, to- even more related. Even more related. I almost want to mm-hmm. give you another shot. No, 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 no. I'm I think you know. know. Um, okay, so is it my turn? Well, hang on. We're going to play a Mighty Mighty Boss Go ahead. Yeah, song. play it. Play it. Love those guys. And we're going to play uh, not the biggest one, um, but one of my favorites. And hang on here. It's on that album called Pay Attention from... Oh, that's, no, that's actually from the year 2000. Oh, so shoot. we're not going to play it. We're going to go back... And we are going to play the biggest one. All right. That's fine, man. Yeah, I, I still love this song. The kids at the high school dance with just pogo. Just jumping up and down. Straight up and down. Like I, I want to say hopeful, but not really because he's talking about like he doesn't know if he can handle. He, he doesn't think he like I don't know if I can handle like shit happening to me. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the like this attitude of I don't know. I've never been through anything. Yeah, it's weird. What would I do? I love the way it kicks into the bridge here. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I, I love that, dude. I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. All right, Mike. Dude, this guy, this singer, he, he I feel like he's always looked and sounded like he's like 40. Yeah. You know, you know like this dude, but, but it's like extremely appropriate. You know, where most rock bands, like, you know, rock and roll is like a thing for the youth. This this lead singer, though, it's like, he's like the angry tax manager that was like, yeah, I'll sing for your band. No, no, no. Smoking four packs a day. I got a few more audits, but after that, I'll make it to rehearsal. All right, Mike. So here's the funny thing about the last two gentlemen that I had. Now, the one who is standing is Tupac, and this is why this is funny. Because we talk about the slap. Well, a lot of people think that I mentioned I don't think Will's doing too hot. A lot of people think that that also might be true. And that the fact that he got so offended, um, you know, someone getting offended by that usually comes from a place of insecurity. Well, a lot of people um, uh, speculate that that insecurity uh, that is possibly churning within Will Smith has... A lot to do with um, Jada's previous relationship with uh, okay. this last man standing on my guess who board, Will, uh, Will Smith, uh, Tupac. Oh, really? Did you know about that? No, I had so, no idea. So, yeah, in interviews, um, she has been very uh, vocal about her past admiration and probably still to this day um, current admiration for Tupac. Really? And um, Will Smith, I think, in past interviews has also said that, yeah, he was kind of jealous of that big time. Um, but, like, did she know him? Did they have an actual relationship? or? I think so, yeah. Whoa. Okay, yeah. wow. That's so, crazy. like, you know, it's just kind of... And I don't want to, like, you know... Obviously, I don't know the man. Um, but I think it's just funny that the last two people on, on the board <laughs> yeah will smith and tupac and and look at that the last man standing is the one who's already dead yeah so well, get that will oh, why don't you yeah. slap me around you little <laughs> um is there any specific song that you think i should play oh man the one that actually comes to mind randomly right now is dear mama song about his mom When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor and other little kids. 
And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blame mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. This is from 1995's Me Against the World, Tupac's third album. Take notes, Will. This is how you write a song. Yeah, that's great. It's like, man, it's a slow, emotional ballad. Like, oh, yeah. It's good. I like that. Yeah, man. I like that mood. Yeah, I know. That's a great, it's a great song. It's great. Okay, Mike. I've got some work to do here. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out who you've got. Um, let's see. Is your band a uh, trio? Yeah, uh, I think so. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Let me okay. check on that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I do know that in that in early early shows, um, they were a three piece. Okay, well that can eliminate uh, for sure. Them and them. Um, let's see. Yes. I mean, the photo Ooh, three. Okay. I, I want to say yes, it's three. Uh, although, I think the original... Yeah, the original lineup was it was a three piece. All right, um, let's see. The last one I flipped down um, was definitely not a three piece, and uh, let's see a little bit here. This song is. Um, is a vampire it's not the band but i like the song yes this is a band called smashing pumpkins and this song is called bullet with butterfly wings it's cheerful chipper little really, really really quite happy really quite happy 
Okay, big album. Oh um, yeah, everybody liked it. Okay, well, uh, yeah. let's get back to the game here. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, you know, I, we we've spoken about about that a whole lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I love that. I mean, I've always loved that song. I wouldn't even say I'm. I'm. I don't even know if I'm actually really tired of that song. I still really like it. Oh yeah, I could, um, no. But they, I mean, Smashing Pumpkins have so many good songs that I, I never really just listen to one over and over again. So, yeah, that's true. T- can, typical great band, and I'm a huge fan of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is uh, the lead singer of your band a uh, very handsome man? Oh, man. Well, uh, technically, no. Mm, okay. All right. Well, they're gone. Goodbye. Um, shoot, they're gone too. I wonder who you just flipped down. <laughs> these these handsome lead singers. Um, these trios of lead singers that are handsome. <laughs> I mean, there there are plenty of bands that have handsome lead. I mean, some bands got signed just because of that. Well, I'll tell you, I just flipped down uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Great looking guy. Yeah. Great see, see, guy. you know, Johnny Resnick, of course. Hot. Hot oh, for yeah. days. What? What? Who else did you flip down? Just him. Um, uh, you know what? Yeah, just just because I mean it's it's subjective. No. Okay. Um, while this plays, is your band from Atlanta, Georgia? No, and I know who you're talking about. And he is not handsome. <laughs> Johnny Resnick does have, he also has such a great pop rock vocal style. Like if, if there are men in the world that sing this way, what are you doing not writing songs and putting out records? It's like gritty, but also nice. Well, I think I know who, uh, who you got. I, I put down R.E.M. I, I, mm, I, I'm yeah. not going to play them right now because uh, is your band Sublime? It is. Okay, there we go. I, I was really hoping you were going to ask, is the lead singer dead? Uh yeah oh that would have that would have put me in another bind wouldn't it? Because <laughs> I've said yeah he's dead. Yeah. It's the wrong way. This song uh, is probably canceled, but we're gonna play it. Yes. 
A couple Sublime songs, but uh, not know, not man. a fan. I, I've never listened to an album. I'll say that I've I've listened to the three big singles, plenty, uh, Santria, Wrong Way, and What I Got. Yeah, uh, that's um, about all I know. I mean, oh, dude, they have a lot of great songs. Maybe they really I should, do. I mean, I don't know. No, it's awesome, dude. Here, the re- you just don't get it because you never lived in Southern California. Oh, that's true. And uh, so you know, just like. Uh, I don't even want to hear about it. Maybe someday. Yeah, dude, I'm just vibing right now. So if you could come back later. Okay. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we went ahead and drew our next uh, next cards yeah. while that played. Um, I'm gonna try to do better this time. I'm gonna I'm gonna think think of uh, some better questions. Well, I I thought of really broad questions, which kind of weren't very interesting. They they helped me win, I think, but they were like kind of not creative. I'm a little disappointed with myself for the lack of creativity. Well, I mean, you whittled it down quick though, and that's that's admirable. So you know, don't beat yourself up. I hate myself. You played to win, and you won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. Mike. <laughs> Have you seen this artist live? No. Okay. We're going down. Oh, man, that wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I went with you to that show. Okay. Um, shoot. Yeah, that. Uh, that. If you had said yes, it would have helped me a lot. But. Uh, oh, yeah, that would have. Yeah, yeah, that would have. That would have really been great. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, play. I only flipped down two. <laughs> um, this band is a trio. Um, they play some pop punk music. And let's go ahead and hear something that um, we probably have not played on this show in the past. Oh man, this is uptight from Nimrod. Dude, dude great, great selection. Great selection. This song is great. So much fun seeing Green Day Live. Oh yeah, yeah. These guys, they were they were amazing. Oh, 
And I love the way that chorus explodes. Yeah. You love a song that builds to a crescendo. Phenomenal. Yeah, man, that was that was like incredibly, incredibly simple. That that's I mean I've said this a million times, but like the 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 beauty and incredible like the magic of Green Day is how enjoyable their songs are. Um, but like the both of us being guitar players and musicians, understanding that like f- like that chord progression is incredibly simple. I mean, yeah. it's really just there's I really think there are only three chords. Um, but you don't even really notice that and you're not really thinking about it. You're just kind of enjoying the song. Yeah. Um, Green Day is just, I don't even want to call it trickery because it's like, well, I don't feel duped. I I did enjoy it. And he, and even when like, if I were to like, you know, get manuscript paper and like, you know, uh, write it all out and, and theorize it, I would still be like, yeah, I still like it. I, yeah. I mean, I don't care how simple it, I mean, it would take one piece of, you know, this isn't even a two-page song. It's just one. For sure. And it starts out with, I mean, the dynamics in it, of, of how it just starts with, like, the, the palm-muted chords. And yeah. It, it's softer, and then it builds and builds to that first chorus and the crescendos, and then it just keeps going for the rest of the song. It's mm-hmm. Takes I mean, on that yeah, their, their ability to take, like, loud loudness, softness, uh, vocal harmonies, too. You know, the kind of their secret weapon um ah man green day i mean billy joel is just an extremely consistent songwriter because you know where where we talked about the uh shittiness of early blink 182 even in the early uh blink uh or uh, green day records like you know kerplunk and even before that even even they're like when they were used to be called sweet children those yeah. demos those are still like really catchy songs you know um sonically they're not you know, it's not as high quality at all as, as like Dookie or. So Nimrod. you don't like walk around singing Fentuzler? I don't even know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> it's a crappy song off of Buddha by Blink One Eighty Two. Dude, yeah, no, I, I mean, Romeo and Rebecca. I once asked a group of friends which band they um they think sold more records, Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day. They they oh, emphatically it's... said Blink One Eighty Two. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. I don't even think Blink has sold over forty million. Yeah. Uh, Green Day has sold well over a hundred. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And even right. before we could even cut it off and say like, well, let's just count the nineties and early two thousands. It would still not even be close. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I mean, nineteen ninety four when Dookie came I, out. It yeah. Just took Dookie over. has yeah. sold more than I think. I mean, like, that's half of the the. I mean, yeah. I think that album alone would even match the amount that Blink is. I mean, I, I you know, I, I hate to speak about this this way, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to praise the consistency and songwriting prowess of Billy Joel. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, punk's about making money. and uh. <laughs> uh, Well, that's hilarious because all of those early, you know, or like late 70s punk bands, you know, all of them, all of them were trying to make more. Do the Ramones, they, they were always adding an extra dollar, uh, you know, for the cost to get in to see them in New York. Um, they, they, dude, they paid attention to that. They were trying to make it. I mean, they worked with, um, the producer that did, uh, let it be Phil Spector. They would do, they worked with Phil Spector. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, no, these bands, they were trying to make money. That whole bullshit. Oh, it's not about the money. Yes, it is. Why would, who, who doesn't want to make money playing, uh, playing music that you like? I'm not saying any of them like changed their. The Ramones never changed their sound. They always no, yeah. sounded like the Ramones. Um, Blink One Eight Two. I don't think their sound changed. Their songs were still. Jo- they still swore. You know. Yeah, and when it did, it wasn't like a financial decision. Like, yeah, I no. mean that when when do you remember when we first heard um, feeling this? Yeah, that was great. We were like, man, this sounds so different. We like couldn't believe it was the same band, but like, yeah. I mean, looking back, it doesn't sound that different because of, I don't know, maybe contextually with all the things they've done since, but like I, in the rest of the record, I don't know. But yeah, I just remember, and I don't think it was like, like some sort of sellout kind of no, like jaded yeah. thing. Like I, I just think it was like a, the way they wanted to sound, the way they wanted to record mm-hmm. and produce those things. And, yeah, no, I mean, uh, th- that's it. like if you write good songs, you know, and you, and you're putting out records, and you know, you happen to have like major label money behind you. If the songs are good enough, dude, you're gonna make money. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do well. If you, if you have a great album, you got a great hit single, and then you have several other songs that are really 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 good that people are gonna buy and be like, oh, I like this song too. It's gonna happen for you. So I mean. Uh, yeah, that's you know, no, there there are no punk bands that actually deep down want to keep being poor. Oh, it can be fun. No, that's there's nothing cool about being poor. Get some body lice. Poor people are disgusting, and I hate them all. Safety pin. Ugh, I look at them. It goes I, through your leather jacket uh, and your skin. Uh, it's you know, it's 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 not it's not even a sense of pity. It's more of just like. Why are you in my line of got sight? Some green gunk on your teeth and in your hair. Oh gosh, what Same are you color. doing? I don't know. It's kind of fun, uh, especially when I see young, crust punk. young crust punk homeless kids. I see them, and I just am like, oh gosh, man, I wish you would fall through a manhole and suffer <sighs> to death. Mm. Everything I just said, I don't mean. Well, ask me a question, Mike. What you got? Oh, um, oh my God, I'm sorry. Um, We're playing a game here. Is your mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. whatever written down in your paper, yeah, led by a female voice? Oh, let me see. Uh, no, no, it is not a female voice. Say goodbye to those ladies. Oh. Dude, what is wrong with me? I don't know. Are you I flipping just, on the guys? Yes. Say goodbye to the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Another chick bites the dust. All right. That's a bummer. There were a lot of great, great babes in that in that pile. Who are we gonna listen to here? Oh, um, well, we already listened to them. Yeah, let's 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 get some fresh blood in here. Who we got? My pride and joy, Mariah Carey. Ooh. Okay, I don't think love her. I I was watching um YouTube clips of the movie Precious because she's in it. And she is so beautiful. Oh. Yeah. 1995's Fantasy on the album Daydream. Dude, listen to the thousands of layered vocals. What does that sound right there? It's so 90s. Not bad. Pretty good singer girl. Love her. Love her. Well, Mike. So, so proud of Mariah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you, you helped her out along the way or something? I did. Or? I did. Okay. You're welcome, Mariah. I'm sure she's grateful and, uh, remembers your contributions to her burgeoning career um mike do you have a uh, a band a proper band no okay now we're gonna knock some people down all right goodbye the night you're gone you're dead you're not playing you're out of the game you're out of the band uh, I think we can just say goodbye to them and uh, yep. Uh, hmm. Wow, that helps a lot. It's fun to knock down this many. I don't think I've had such luck in the past. Um. Okay. All right. The uh. Let's see. The last one I said goodbye to. We're going to play a little song from right here.
faces, no doubt, with spider webs. Track from 1995's Tragic Kingdom. Wow. Huge album. Yes, it was. fun song yeah it is great it's band all your fault i screen my phone calls that's a terrible situation terrible well mike gwen stefani no doubt good band all right you are next what would you like to know oh man Mm-hmm. Is this a musical artist in the... I was just going to say yes. It is. Um, kind of vague. Jeez. Um, um, I don't want to be too vague. Uh, I'm judging myself. I shouldn't do that. You should never judge yourself. I'm just going to keep doing it, though. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, no. Whatever. Um, Is it a rock band? Yeah. You could say that. It's a rock band. All right, um, New Kids on the Block is what I knocked out last. Which Well, right. then we got to play <laughs> some New Kids on the Block. Here is... Uh, you got it. The right stuff. Stuff. 
is actually from anything in here that you like no i i i don't like this at all yeah me either um just feel like it they sounds did, cheap they did some stuff putting together new kids on the block that they did a lot better a decade later yeah with backstreet boys and insane oh yeah no it was huge improvement with those groups yeah I mean, like, you know, like, I I think people are, people clearly, like, you don't credit the individual members. These are all guys that were, like, put together. They didn't know each other before. Right. Um, They weren't friends before. This was, like, an industry thing. And, you know. They uh, weren't, like, a a band that that got together in high school because they they liked each other. They wanted to do music together. They they were, like, the the product of a... Of some people who wanted to use them to to make money and sell records. Yep, it was, um, it was more about image than the music. You know? Yeah, where is it that the uh, the other like Florida can't? I think they're the ones that put together the Backstreet Boys and Insync. Like Lou Pearlman, you know, he put Insync together and then didn't pay them anything. Um, mm, good move, smart <laughs> business. Yeah, yeah, you know that's what happens. Um, uh yeah no I mean yeah the the quality the quality of the music um with Backstreet Boys and then in sync yeah no it was like vastly better I mean just way way better um yeah that sounded like shit I hated it I didn't like it at all um last time when I asked you if it was a band you said no right. I did. I said no. Okay, good. Because I was looking at this and thinking, wait a second. I just... Okay. Um, There was one I had neglected to knock over. And, all right. So, uh, is this person a a female singer? No. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye to some ladies here. Goodbye. Uh... And lastly, goodbye to you, Shania Twain. Oh, man. That's all right. Oh, wait, wait. Yay. That means we get to listen to her, right? Yay. Dude, I love Shania Twain. And here's a really bad song. I'm very uh, proud of her. That you're probably going to just love, but it's bad. Adam, what is wrong with you? This is a legendary song. Amongst people who have poor music taste? Dude, 
Uh, you. Um, I'm sorry. I. I feel like. Mm. Listen to that, that uh, groove, just mm. river dance. You can keep your fogs on if you want to do that. You may. Yeah. And then you get down, You're getting down right here. Ab. God damn it. Okay, I like that country guitar. Oh, yeah, dude. The deep under Telly. Even when I'm ugly, still gotta love me. Well, <laughs> notice she didn't say if I got fat. That's a great song, Adam. I just think it's not good, Mike. Adam, uh, that is a great song. That's how I feel in my heart. I like it. We're going to just have to eternally disagree on Shania Twain. No, dude, she's amazing. She is incredible. She has a lot of amazing songs. Amazing artist. Okay. Love Shania yeah. Twain. Love her so much. I'm really proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I see you're bursting with pride over there. Um, why don't you ask me a question about my artist? Do you have a punk band in your hand? No, not not per se. Not um, No, I would say no to that. They might have heard of punk once. No, I'm, I don't want to, you know, just not punk. Okay. Who are we going to play oh, here? Oh, uh, dang it. What did I do last? Mm, I feel like it's something over there. I don't know. Is it here? Was this it? I think it was this one. Dang it. Oh, um. Uh, Sublime. Oh, I've heard of them. Let's see. What what would be a punk Sublime song? Oh, um. Uh, Jenny always said, sorry about that. I made it happy. Um, oh, Seed. Seed. Your seed. I would believe you if you told me that it was Ransom. Yeah. Yes, he wanna love 
You never heard that? No, I don't think I've ever heard that. And yeah, I like that. Dude, lot. yeah, isn't that great? Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, that's fun. I might, yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, I'll check some more of them out. I really, seriously, only know those three songs. Like, um, Dude, yeah, Sublime, Sublime, they're a great band. Uh, they've got all kinds. There's that one. There's um, Saw Red. That's a cool song. Um, Okay, Mike, I've only got three standing over here, and I'm going to ask you if your um, artist is a rapper. He is. Oh, dadgummit. Okay, well, then I still have two. We've talked about this person before, I feel. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there's something we do here when we flip somebody down. I flipped down Ricky Martin because oh, no. he's not a rapper. <laughs> Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. You know, he is still living the crazy life. La Vida Loca. She's into superstitions, black cats and this more than i expected to what i about, I, what about you no dude no <laughs> I, I really hate it i don't understand i don't i don't understand it's the way that the pre-chorus builds to so take away your pain like a bullet to your brain I find it enjoyable, pleasurable. I, I'm no, no, I hate it. Salsa. I, pre- I, I prefer um. 
Enrique. Enrique. Enrique Iglesias. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's not as bad as somebody might remember when they think back on '90s Dude. music. Well, I feel like um, I feel like the industry like always allowed one Latin artist like a year, you know, like in the okay. late '90s there was always like one a year, and um, one year it was Ricky Martin. Uh, but I feel like uh, Enrique had like several hits. Yeah, R- R- Ricky Martin had that she one. She bangs. Um, oh wait, Ricky she, Ricky Martin. Oh wait, Enrique had yeah multiple. Uh, Ricky Martin had a few too. Yeah, he had that. He also had a ballad called "She's All I Ever Had." Um, it was like a really slow song. Uh, Shake your bonbon. That was Ricky Martin as well. Oh wow, he, he had some. He had some hits there. Dang, I forgot all about those. But uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, know. I don't know. It's fine if you are. Nobody's gonna say anything. Well, I don't know. The only you know. Okay, so Enrique Iglesias. The songs I've heard from him, I like better than all of those. Sure. Mentioned uh, Ricky Martin songs. Yeah. Um, no, I'm probably with you on that. Also, too. I think he's a better looking dude, honestly. I, I don't think Ricky Martin is that good looking. I don't, know. I don't think so. He's pretty hot. I think Enrique. No, dude. That dude. I don't know. Ricky Martin just had like this, like this flawless perfection thing going on. Like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, Enrique, like he. <laughs> He he like wasn't as much of a ham it seemed. He had some more rough edges. Yeah, and like he he like oh, it's it's almost like he didn't really give a shit about like being that big a superstar. I mean, obviously I think he cared about it, but it, but he came off as like, eh, uh, whatever. You know? I, uh, Where, whereas Ricky like really hammed it up it seemed. I think I saw Enrique Iglesias at a Kiss Party 99. Dude, I wish I had seen him. I would have gone right up, sir. You look great. Let me just tell you. All right, Mike. Uh, you got a question for me here? Is the lead singer dead? He lives. What a stupid question. Oh. Uh. All right, we're going to listen to Nirvana. That's a band <laughs> right there. It is. Um, I don't know what song see. you should play. Try and play like a deep cut. Um, hmm, how about like a something that's kind of gotten some popularity lately? Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. The song has got some spins this year. Uh, for being in the Batman. Mm. It's a pretty big part of the movie. Too. Yeah, it really is. I'm the bridge. Top is from a leak. And the animals I've trapped. Man. I love this band so fucking much. I can't even believe it, honestly. I mean, this. I just love this performance. I could fall asleep right now. The story about how this is recorded is so great. Uh, Kurt. 
picked up some some shithole guitar. He didn't even bother tuning it. Quite literally sat on a couch and he just played this song. So the cello player actually had to tune to what Kurt uh, was playing. I think he might have like maybe tuned it to whatever like the low E was for him. But Dave had such a hard time because he couldn't hit the drums hard. And he was so used to just pounding the shit out of him. Yeah. And this was a tough song for him to record. I mean, like... Listen, I mean, just listen to the clarity. Like, he's there. no feelings and uh, they don't you can eat them however you want you can eat them live and wriggling if you like and uh it's okay yeah they don't have any feelings man what a haunting sound mm-hmm. yeah um quite a close for a very very loud record I wonder how many people through time have fallen asleep to something in the way only to be rudely oh awoken by in <laughs> by, by endless, the nameless. Track, endless nameless oh my god what a nightmare <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> dude oh man uh, i remember when my dad found that he pu- he put this cd on um um i don't know why but he bought another copy of nevermind i i obviously had one but I doubt it worked. Dude, I played the shit out of it. This record, I think, is somewhere in every car I've ever had. It's in. It's probably in my car right now, like in the trunk somewhere. Um, uh, every car I've ever had, I've just pl- I don't think it works anymore. I think I need another copy. And this would probably be my third copy of Nevermind. I've, I've, just, I've never worn out anything, any CD, like I've worn out that one. It just... Um, every few months, uh, there, yeah, I listen to a bunch of Nirvana and it makes me very happy. It's funny. It's all, I've said this before, probably a bunch on the show, but like Nirvana, um, I think at the time or for, for a short time, they got, you know, kind of a bad rap for like, oh, that's what you listen to when you're sad. It's very sad music. Um, that is like not Dude, at all screw true. Those people. That's 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 so not it. That's not at all true. No. No, it's actually pretty uplifting and really, really um, kind of gets you pumped. Uh, and you know, for a band to only put out a handful of records in such a short time to have such a huge impact and still do really. I mean, it's never ending. I mean, I'm sure you've seen a lot of young people with the like Nirvana T-shirts. They a lot of them have sure. like the smiley. Yeah, you yeah. know the yellow smiley face. That's like a big popular shirt. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, yeah, no, it's it's like in every every passing generation has a new legion of 
young people from all over the world that that hear um not even smells like teen spirit anymore really it, it really could be any of the songs any of them are, yeah. are good enough to like really catch your attention well, like this new batman movie using that song yeah i think has turned a lot of people onto this band and this record and uh it's it's uh i think it's okay like stranger things have you heard about this um, oh yeah i'm i'm kate bush yeah and um i'm so proud of the fact that meredith was already uh, uh, a kate bush fan when that scene when we watched that scene mm-hmm. she was like oh man awesome i am so happy for her though yeah like i think i think it's great and I'm, she owns all her publishing and everything and so all that money from all these <laughs> streams and everything is going serious? straight to her she's oh made over two million dollars off of the song what since the fuck? it was on stranger wow Things. dude i'm proud of her yeah it's great uh Okay, so speaking of, you said Meredith is a fan. I've always heard that song, Weathering Heights. Yeah. And I hate that freaking song. So. <laughs> the the singing. It's oh extremely high. It's like 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 the highest false sound. Yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> I I think it's a weird song. I, I like it, but what I appreciate about, what I appreciate about Kate Bush, um, especially the songs like Weathering Heights and Running Up That Hill, um. So w- Wuthering Heights, the vocal part, although very odd, is is a little bit more traditional. Whereas um, Running Up That Hill actually, actually is kind of like not. It doesn't sound and it doesn't like move like a common pop song. Like for yeah. example, the the verse. Um, Do you want to know? It doesn't hurt me. Like like it's not like a clear vocal melody. It's almost like she's just making these comments about it and. When the vocal part for the chorus comes in, it doesn't come in on the on the downbeat on the one. It like it it's like really abrupt. It's really like it's 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 a really interesting song, and I'm really glad that it's a hit again. I mean, it's charting. Yeah, it, I don't it, I don't think it was even a hit before, was it? Like, um, the highest it charted. Well, I mean, she was. I don't know about she that. She was I a could, fame. I could be. I mean, she that, she but. was famous at the time. I mean, she like. Yeah, she she was a successful artist, but like, I mean, I don't know I, compared to now, how many more people? It's know, insane. Know about it? I mean, in like uh, Master of Puppets, dude. That scene. That scene was awesome. Dude, that was one of the greatest <laughs> scenes I've ever. I'm glad you liked it. Shit. That was. That was oh really my cool. god! Like and that dude played the shit out of that song. Yeah, he he played the Eddie like. The actor said it was mostly him too. Yeah, no, I don't know. The, I don't know what. Yeah, was no, I mean, you, you could tell like like his picking hand for the fast uh, for the solo, and then the the um that triad at the beginning of the solo. Um, yeah, I mean, he did it right. I mean, that was um, but the the thing about Metallica, even that even that beginning riff that that's actually kind of hard cuz you got to um you got to quickly play the low e and then the first fret the f then your middle finger needs to come down to the b on the a string and then um like it kind of forces your hand to be spread out for the first four frets um and it it's it's harder than it sounds yeah. it's harder than it sounds to play but yeah no dude that guy did a great job. That was an incredible scene. I mean, yeah, so perfect too. The bats 
flying and um the song is called master of puppets and the villain is Whoa. like the puppet master you know he's well, controlling that's, that's everything a good point. i didn't even think about yeah. that connection holy crap yeah yeah well let's not spoil anything in case somebody listening sure. hasn't finished it yet but it's really cool uh, yeah you'll man. know it when you see it oh for sure. man for sure and i like how like they also like enhanced both like both run up that hill and um master of puppets but both of the songs when they appeared in that show like they were kind of like enhanced like yeah. they were they were like really they were bigger and more dramatic and it was just such a so incredibly well done yeah. incredibly well done i mean it was so exciting uh, the one thing uh, since we're talking about stranger things here and uh we talk about music the one thing i wanted that we didn't get after they realized that their favorite song or favorite music could, could pull them out and save mm-hmm. them. What I wanted and didn't get was to see all the kids have like a discussion about what their favorite song was like in case another one of them yeah. was taken. Dude, good point. Why would they, they yeah. could have had like a big pile of tapes on the table and been sharing music and mm-hmm. just what a great scene that would have been with all those kids. Yeah. Like just talking about music and I would have loved to see that. But Me, we didn't dude, that. that is such a cool idea, man. Ah oh, man. Dude, Mike what, yeah. is your person Will Smith. Dude, it is. It's so funny. It's Will. Yeah. Oh dude, yes. This yeah, dude. Yeah, man. in black remember that just in case we ever face to face and make contact the title held by me m.i.b means what you think you saw you did not see so don't blink be what was dead is now gone black suit with the black ray bands on walk a shadow move the silence guard against extraterrestrial violence but yo we ain't on no government list we straight don't exist no names and no fingerprints saw something strange watch your back because you never quite know where the m.i.b's is at uh and Tight camera zoom, when me and pens in doom. But then, like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses, hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees, can I please? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean, a silver noisy cricket get wicked on you. We're your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless, send my bees, freezing up all the flag. I had my microphone turned down. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> okay. All right. Little technical issues here. Anyway. Am I hot? How about there? Right there? That's perfect. Okay. Testing, testing. <laughs> That's great. Uh, do you remember your first time seeing the movie? Men yeah. Black? Yeah, man. I love that movie. Me too. Oh, man. man. That movie is amazing. Um, 
I laughed so hard. It was entertaining. It was funny. Um, Will Smith, dude, his career is like mind bob, mind boggling. Really, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't understand how. I don't know. I mean, sometimes somebody is just so full of talent. Yeah, and. And I know I made fun of getting jiggy with it, but I, I cannot uh, yeah. deny the... No, no, there's no question uh, Will Smith is... Dude, a tr- tremendous talent. Uh, yeah. Unfathomable, really. In like... Because he's also an, a phenomenal actor. And a really hard worker. Like Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, to hear him talk about his work ethic, uh, his work ethic and... Uh, his just kind of relentless yeah there was that suit of like excellence there it, was it's really cool like i'm sure you've heard heard him a uh, kind of lecture and it's so positive it's, a lecture kind of has a negative connotation to it but like it's so positive to hear him talk that way yeah um th- there was an interview where he he, he said simply like like you and I can get on a treadmill and I and we'll we'll run till we you know one of us gives up but I'm going to tell you right now I'm going to die before I stop uh, before I let you win I'll die on this treadmill <laughs> and like you know just think, I mean if, obviously you're likely to break your ankle first and then it would force you off and you'd likely survive that um but that's probably more what would happen. I don't know. But yeah, no, his work he, has to probably got pretty strong bones. He was in a got milk ad, you know. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> he does have the milk. Got that milk mustache, uh, dude. Yeah, Will Smith, great. Yeah, great. No great. man, uh, incredible, incredible artist. And uh, I first saw Men in Black with my best friend Jeremy when I was, well, it was I guess I was turning thirteen that summer, probably, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, just one of those movies where his mom dropped us off at the mall, and we were there, and we probably went to the arcade too, and like, just perfect summer. Yeah, you know, summers in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, people always talk about their given decade that they grew up in, but I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to. I don't know. It's hard to top that. I mean, like you're you're coming up at the cusp of like right before the, you know, the internet kind of polluted everything. Yeah, I didn't have a computer yet for mm-hmm. sure. So like you you're there right at the um, the pinnacle of just before technology really began to invade our lives. Um, yeah. but you had like you also had um incredible feats of innovation and and uh improvement in like say video games from like basically basically coming from like the ataris of the 80s to you know the nintendo playstation even computer games uh you know the graphics the toys you know you had lincoln logs before you had legos then you had connects then you had like i mean um just Dude, remember the board game Forbidden Bridge? 
I was just thinking about that today because I was, uh, okay. So I was listening to a podcast and uh, they were talking about the game Fireball Island. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Where you spin the thing. Yeah. Dude. Yes. I love that and game. All the, the balls would come down the mountain uh-huh. and I was thinking, so there was this game I always wanted. I always wanted the Forbidden Bridge game. Dude. You had to, you and had to, yeah. It from the pit. Do you remember that one? It from the pit. There were commercials for It from the pit. Okay, so it was like these games would all three go really well together. Yeah. Play them all sequentially, one after the other. Um, but It from the pit, you were like an explorer, you know, Indiana Jones looking little character, mm-hmm. um, just like in the other ones. And um, you were you would go around this this uh, like volcano kind of thing. And inside there was this green monster, and it would you'd put batteries in it, and it would, the, the monster would spin around, and he had a hand that would come up and grab players off the board. Mm-hmm. And he was like this big green monster in this green pool of liquid inside this volcano-looking thing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, for Benham Bridge, the the bridge would shake, and yeah. your your character yeah, would fall br- off. It was connected to this big like icon. You would push down on the icon's head, and then his yeah, hands, was, he was like it, a it tiki, would move. yeah, tiki god yeah. looking and thing, so, and, right? Like yeah, a, and then like so your your little people would have to go across this bridge, and they might not fall off because they had like this um you know rectangular and there were hooks on the bridge yeah. so if if you're you guy, to be on the right space yeah. so that when the bridge shook mm-hmm. your your piece wouldn't fall off yeah it was it was awesome it was such i also had this game called rattle me bones oh yeah dude that game was scary yeah. it actually scared me so the only that i can remember at least the only motorized game like any of these that we're talking about that we had was this one called was it shark attack oh um and the shark... Yeah, it, like, slowly comes around. Yeah, the shark uh-huh. would go around the board, and you'd be a little fish, and you'd have to move your fish, and you'd want to get far yeah. enough in front of the shark that you weren't in danger of being eaten. But of course, it was just more fun to be eaten. Yeah, no, you, you want to get eaten. <laughs> that is great, dude. Awesome board game talk. Yeah. Love it. All right, Mike, you need to figure out... Oh, man. Who I've got here. Dude, yeah. Great game. Are they an American group? Yes. These are some American boy uh, people of the male persuasion. <clears throat> All right. The last band that had to lay down, <coughs> Radiohead. Ooh, they are not American, are they? No. Okay. And they also have a lot of great material. Songs about a bank robbery. Is it really? That's what I've heard. No alarms, no surprises.
This is from Radiohead's 1997 album, OK Computer. Mike, before we uh, started recording tonight, we were talking about Beach Boys and specifically the album Pet Sounds. Yes. The glockenspiel used on this song was inspired by the instrumentation on Pet Sounds. That is... That makes sense. That was a uh, huge record, and um, OK Computer was really quite big for. Yes, it was. Radio. Yeah, Pet Sounds great. Um, yeah, man, OK Computer, an album I love. Yeah. Also, I mean, it 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 has. Um, Radiohead is another one of those special bands where um, they're really an album band um, oh. in, in which um, and what I say to that, I mean, yeah, sure, you can listen to a song, you know, one after the other, which one ever, ever you like. But but um, they're so good that a lot of their albums, most of the songs are great. Mo- there's there's only like maybe a handful of kind of boring ones or ones that you just get if you want. But I mean... No filler. Yeah, they, they really... Man, they really write. They really write well. Yeah. Um, they write. Um, it's it's not t- you know, like I nothing wrong with being simple. I just you know raved about how simple Green Day was and how much fun that is. But man, there's also something to be said if you find a um, a band that can really really push it and and still be like very captivating yeah, and, and and yet like it's unfamiliar so you're not like quickly so quick to be drawn in but w- when that's able to captivate you and it's like new territory for your ears man that's really something for a group to be able to do that and they, they um in my opinion at least for me achieve that um consistently I yes mean, king of limbs was a shit album that was awful i didn't like that shit at all um, in rainbows dude that yeah. that is an amazing record i love that one um and then of course yeah um the bands okay computer kid a okay i've got a kind of blind spot with uh kid a and amnesiac and hell to the thief so I those records to... all have um a lot of songs i really 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 love now hail to the thief uh actually yeah i know that it is. It's 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 it is very good. Um, dude, Kid A, is is awesome. Amnesiac, also awesome. Um, it has a really great song called "I Might Be Wrong," um, which is the name of the song. Uh, I might be wrong on. Did you say Amnesiac? Amnesiac. Also, I really like the um the. The first track on there. Um packed like sardines in a tin can i believe and oh dude um oh i can't think of the song but it starts off with piano um oh man i wish i could think of it jumped in the river what did i see um and there was nothing to ah man it's so it's so um airy. Dude, pyramid song. That song that song is amazing. Go wait, start start it over again. Oh, 
very airy. And I tell you, if I if I'm at work and I put this album on or stuff like this, man, I'll just be so productive, <laughs> dude. I yeah. just I've just I've been listening to a lot of music at work lately. A lot of dinosaur pile up. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, it can be heavy. It can be fast. Things like this, like yeah, I will just be in the zone though. Like, oh man. That's great. Beautiful. Yeah, and then and then the drums like like Ooh. would they come in right there in an unexpected air, dude? And then and then he just goes into this like jazzy like. Oh uh, yeah. It's dude. It's and also that that chord progress. It's like I've never heard that before. That's. When I first heard this, I was like, what? Wow. I almost got in a car wreck, probably. Just looking at the sky. In your, in your truck? In my truck, dude. Genie? <laughs> when, I had, when I had Genie. Um, Great. Yeah. Wait. What was your truck's name? It was actually Kurt. Kurt. Genie is the name of my guitar. Fender Stratocaster. Dude, yeah, the the I'm nice sorry. Strat. I'll, I'll apologize. I have two Strats. Um, Genie is the nice one. Who I, I don't even play it anymore because I, I find it very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The neck is just. Maybe I'll get a replacement. Bring, bring it over here. Yeah, it over here. it's too um, too beefy. Well, um. So what what I should do is bring both my strats and hand you the black one and be like, that's the neck I want. Mm-hmm. I want the same neck on on the nice strap. Oh, okay. So, dude, uh, I bet you could sell the neck that you have and uh, have some leftover money after buying a new one. But all right, Mike, should we uh, figure out? Oh, who, uh, I've still got a card here. Oh, I still need to guess. Um, yes, yes, I'm, I'm done. I, I guessed you had Will Smith. Okay. Um, shit. Are they from Georgia? I don't believe they're from Georgia. Are you knocking down REM? I did. I knocked down REM. Well, then we should play REM. Well, that's great. They're great. They're a band who I have enjoyed listening to uh, from time to time. The ultimate college rock. Hmm. 
Okay, we're gonna have to go 90s here. Let's see. I had like several. What, Automatic for the People? Um, oh, I love this song. This is from Automatic for the People, 1992. This song is called Night Swimming. Dude, I'm. Don't know if I've heard this. Oh, really? Night swimming deserves a quiet night. Dude, the unmistakable voice. Unmistakable. It's fabulous. The photograph on the dashboard taken years ago. Turned around backwards so the windshield shows every street light. Feels a picture in reverse. Still, it's so much clearer. I forgot my shirt at the water's edge. The moon is low This, this is very pleasant, dude. It's no wonderfully pleasant. It just exists to be pleasant. Not like this is great. Ago, fear of getting caught. Recklessness of water. They cannot see me naked. Whoop. Fantastic. R.E.M. Night Swimming. That was great. They're really great at writing, like, happy songs. And yeah. one of their songs is called Shiny Happy People. And yeah. it's it's so happy, it's annoying. I, uh, I like it. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. Some R.E.M. fans uh, really despise that one, but, you know. Dude, that's because they're a bunch of low-life, like, know-it-alls yes They're probably sitting around studying for their like humanities exam oh my gosh some some stupid course that, that's <laughs> just gonna leave you broke and poor which you would deserve if you're majoring in that come on seriously be an engineer for christ's sake yeah yeah shoot yeah why not yeah. oh i'm not good at math well dude just try harder i just get so angry at him don't be mad. Don't be mad. You know what? Ask me another question. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to just... Um. I will say, um, one time I was in my car, the Sunfire, the uh, the Greg Mobile, and uh, was uh, heard somebody on the radio, uh, probably Kiss FM, say, uh, this band just, uh, just was voted... Ugliest band by blah 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 or something. I was like, man. Oh, uh, is it Smash poor. Mouth? It is Smash Mouth. Dude, like. yeah. Because <laughs> those guys are not attractive. I just remember having the thought, like, who would, who would, 
conduct this research. Yeah, no. Have you seen them? They're dumb. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're not gonna play. No, we're not gonna play that. Um, but they do have some some good songs. Oh, dude, yeah. Can't get enough of you, baby, from Astro Lounge. listen to a Smash Mouth album? Not really. No. No. Um, no. But I, I don't hate them though. I don't. I don't. Really I ever, can't say I hate them. But I mean, I, I don't ever want to hear All Star again. Oh, dude, no. What would be your favorite Smash Mouth song? Walking on the sun. Um, that my, when I, the morning comes. Of all the hits and all the songs I've heard, um, "Walking on the Sun" is the one that I get least tired of, and that I think that was their first like breakthrough hit. Um, yeah, I think so too. But just like. Yeah. I don't know. Just the the vibe of it is really like kind of apathetic, and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's not it's not as cheesy. It's not as tiring. Can't get enough of you, baby. Just reminds me of the movie. Um, can't hardly wait. So now, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here. I've been thinking about Jennifer Love Hewitt for like three minutes now. That's like all I'm thinking about. Mm, okay. I really need to contact her. And tell um, her that I'm proud of her. I'll have uh, yeah, I can get you in touch with her. Please uh, do. She's extremely hot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Consider it done. Thank you. Consider it done. Well, dude, that is guess who? Um, that was awesome, that's Adam. Fun, right? Thank you for for putting that together. That was awesome. Everybody, Adam Jones. Oh, hold your applause. Hold your applause. That was awesome. Um, Mike, I I did want to ask you. Um, have you? Are you aware uh, this year what Weezer the band is up to? Um, no, no. They uh, they got this uh, this project this year called Seasons, and they're putting out an album, well, uh, an EP, and they, uh, seven seven eight songs. Um, 
at the on the first day of every season this year and they've so we we've now had spring and we've had summer and um i i've i found they're very different eps these two um there's some similar themes and uh they have some um major influence from vivaldi's four seasons oh wow and to the point where uh, the first track on on the spring release the uh, the first track of the project is it's it's uh i don't know if you'd like it but um you might you should probably hear it eventually does it sound like vivaldi very much wow well i mean i i i enjoy well let me enjoy a lot of classical music you know what? I was just gonna play you one song from summer, but I want to play you the first track from spring. Um, Does it sound like vo- spring from Vivaldi? <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to this. One night out under the stars. Yeah, that's, one night out that's, under the stars. Yeah, that's Vivaldi. With Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Dude, that's one night out. Shakespeare makes me happy. I mean, I what what is um, they so they haven't released Winter yet. No, have they? no, I'm I'm very interested to see what the rest sounds yeah. like. So, um, Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Yeah, no, I mean the, those are classic pieces, and everybody has heard that one. Yeah, that's that's a very like, you know, you you play that like if there's like a a Disney movie and and somebody walks into a rich family's home that mm-hmm. you hear yeah you hear yeah, vivaldi for <laughs> sure <laughs> um what a, what okay so they've released that's that was spring and then they've just released summer a couple weeks back and um it's not like your typical like oh going to the beach summer album kind of sound yeah it's uh it's more like uh you know, walking out into the Texas sweltering heat or like, I don't know, but, but I, I just want to play this one song. This is called blue like jazz. And I want you to listen to these guitars and uh, what's going on here.
it's like scorching hot, you know. Yeah, um, your description is spot on. favorite Weezer songs immediately. Yeah, dude, that's like, uh, yeah. You know, How about so that? what happens when you you listen to a bunch of classical music and you want to play rock and roll music? Yeah, it's usually a pretty good blend. Better than what Ingve Malmsteen did. Well, you know, I mean, the Ingve has his time and his place, and uh, now is this season of summer. That was great. Um, I I would really want to hear what they do for winter. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued by, by spring. What got spring going is on. great. I mean that 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 was really appropriate. Like like just talking about happiness and yeah, because it is. It's a really like eh. <laughs> it, it, it 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 sounds. Um, you know, Vivaldi was able to kind of portray almost kind of like I don't know. I feel like the other composers at the time probably looked at that and thought. That's hacky. <laughs> why would why would you like? Ev- of course, everybody like. <laughs> Could have been, you know. I mean, yeah. Who knows well, to say? It's also it's also difficult to think about what compose because when, whenever we whenever people think about famous composers, none of them lived in their time. Like, like who do we know? We know Bach, Beethoven, Mozart. All of those, all of those guys, especially Bach. He was like two hundred years. 100 or 200 years before um all of these guys like he really? was he, yeah he wasn't even um i don't know if you know this he was not famous or like nobody gave a shit about him when he was alive and he's like he's gone down as um what we learn in school for like music theory everything you learn about mu- music composition counterpoint um r- really anything having to do with structure all of it comes from his work. I mean, mm. he basically, like, without even knowing it, um, wrote 
Because, I mean, his job was, like, he was like a um, a church composer. So, like, it was just his job to write hundreds, hundreds of pieces. And, like, and then, like, uh, you know, Mozart would make fun of everybody in his time. But then he, like, had a lot of respect for Bach. Um, Beethoven basically squashes everybody of all time. Um, everybody is just kind of cowering in his shadow. Um, yeah, it's bad. like I mean they didn't they didn't I wonder how how much they heard of each other like the contemporaries you know yeah like I mean right like Salieri yeah he uh, <laughs> Mozart had their rivalry yeah. right? Salieri like, like he made more money that dude was like f- way more financially successful because Mozart he kept spending it and at the time like. Um, like people, people, I mean, Salier was like selling out, um, whenever he would put on a show, like it sold out. I mean, he like sold tickets I and mean, it was, it was like not a problem for him to sell out of a, a place and, and have like, you know, all the important people, you know, loving him. It's just that like over, over the course of his life, he watched himself pretty much like the movie like he just watched himself get forgotten and then mozart you know kind of dies in disgrace but then is hailed as this which personally i don't even dude, i don't even really like mozart it's like really um well i mean you know it's it's just too some great stuff in there it, it's it is i mean but it's like too perfect like it's so, just so right and so if you were to compare it to like a modern artist whose music is too perfect, like the the Beach Boys, oh, probably the Beach Boys, because they're. I mean, I, we were, we were talking about this earlier, but yeah. like the Beach Boys harmonies are are so so spot on that I, it almost like loses itself on me. Like, um, for example, and I I told this to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Now the song God Only Knows, in my opinion. Uh, is their best song and not only that i think it's Mm. one of the greatest songs ever written god only knows is um if anybody listening to the show has not heard god only knows by the beach boys um really dude go and listen to that it is it's a monsterfully wonderfully perfectly written song and the harmonies on that you can talk over it here keep talking dude play this shit i gotta hear the beginning Beautiful. You think you know what's coming. And then li- listen to this incredible vocal melody over over this chord structure. This is perfect. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need First modulation. I'll make you so and there's another one. Uh, and another one right here. That's, dude, that's beautiful. And then... That's beautiful. 
And then, what is this? And then here comes the cascading vocals. I thought it was tea time there for a second. It's just too perfect. Well, it's just fabulous. I mean, shit. it's it's. I mean, perfect, like, but like, think think about this. Like, should it not be? No, I mean, well, like, I don't want I don't want to say like my my opinion of like perfection within Mozart is the same as my opinion of perfection within the Beach Boys because, like, I I I will seek out more Beach Boys. Mozart, I'll seek it. I'll seek out. You know, more so, like there are people that'll tell me like, I don't know, man, you, you should listen to this or that, like you know, whatever piece, Mozart piece. And I have heard some stuff that I thought was like pretty outstanding, but like, but take like Beethoven. So many of his pieces were almost like an immediate. I had like immediate reactions to that were just incredibly profound and and really, I don't know, it's just ballsier. He was. And you see it in his like pictures and portray. He's just this. He looks like this angry, like mm, very stern, angry man, grimacing, you know, because furrowed brow, just judging you, just a titan of a of a, a man, titan and, of music, you know, just endeavor shall be. Like, um, you remember the movie The King's Speech? I uh, I know of it. I have not seen it. Um. At at the uh, near the end of the film, when um, Colin Firth, who is portraying uh, King George the Sixth, yeah, um, uh, and he's giving his speech because uh, Britain is now at war with Germany. It's inevitable. It's gonna totally gonna happen. They're they're gonna do it. They have to. Um, uh, at the beginning of the uh, at the speech, the red light comes on, and he's there with his um, guy that help is helping him uh, with his uh, speech problems. Is it a linguist or something? Mm-hmm. His diction it, coach. Or mm-hmm. um, at uh, there, you hear Beethoven's seventh symphony, the second movement. Um, now that piece, that that sounds like what would play. As the world is slowly and have you ever heard this? I think you you probably have. It, it's sure. Well, th- okay, this, so it's Beethoven's seventh. Be- Beethoven's seventh. This symphony, is like that one time we played movement. a bunch of uh, opera. Opera. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that's great. I loved that. We, we, Pavarotti, dude. Pavarotti is amazing, and so is classical music, dude. Absolutely. This is okay. This so we're going go for seventh. Let me. Uh, it's just a minute. The the, the second movement. This shit. This is what you hear when your life is crumbling, and yet it is also rebuilding at the same time. Here we go. I'm laughing because that would have been great if the music started right after it. (laughs) I am looking for it, and I will find it. That's all right, Adam. I can keep talking about it a little bit. Yes, um, please. Yeah, no, it's um, 
it was that it was such a I thought that it was a really perfect thing to play during um the address that the king was giving to um the British Empire and letting them know that um we were you know we are headed for some real shit here it comes Please tell me you got it right Yep okay Now listen to the build See, there's the the glimmer of hope. Mm -hmm. But it fades. And comes back. increasing despair but there is light and although it fades you must never give up This challenge has yet to come to pass. And you must fight. You must fight for your life. surrender. And that's basically it. Yeah, it's great, man. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I like uh, I like to imagine terrible things happening at the beginning of that, but right now... Yeah, it gets really happy right here. It could be. It's very happy right here. A moment of triumph. But yeah, you can see, like, you can see buildings falling. You mm-hmm. can see structures crumbling. Oh, dude. Like, Beethoven is the shit. His, dude, he's, he is, I think that he is the greatest that we as human beings in our ability to make music, um, it, it's just, 
there was a there was a uh, I believe a very famous professor or doctor who um, was given assisted suicide, and the uh, the thing he requested for his last, um, just the final thing that he wanted to hear was Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. It's about an hour long. It's very long. It's very good. Very very good. It's the one. The end is Ode to Joy. And that's like the most famous part, but there's, um, I think the second movement of the, dude, I wouldn't have to play it. You like second movements. Yeah. Dude, the second movement of Beethoven's Ninth, it's one of the greatest musical pieces I've ever heard in my life. That shit, it signifies the the grind of life. The Ninth is uh, supposed to be this... um, all-encompassing thing of your life the beginning of your life the middle of it and then like later age and then the finality um uh but the second movement is like you're kind of like a young adult and you're just you're on you're in the grind and you're just kind of like figuring out your way and it's just this like there's like a lot of anxiety in it and it's really uh um yeah, it kind of like that. There's like things that sound dramatic and things that sound happy. It, dude, it's great, man. That shit is amazing. Yeah, man. And we're so, we're now going to transition to an all classical. We should uh, have an episode where like <laughs> opera and classical, and that's it. Oops. This is hilarious. Like, oops, all we, we we've done this um, a few times where we totally <laughs> totally changed. We finished the, the show and then we like. Have a fun yeah. <laughs> discussion on whatever we want. It's fun. It's the charm. Yeah, it is. Only we would do this. Yeah. So maybe those were in the 1790s. Um, could be. Could be. I don't think the 1890s at all. No. Although I, I believe Beethoven was around um, around 1812, which was around the French or the um, Napole- Napoleonic Wars. Like the yeah. um, 1812 overture was written by someone, da, 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 mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be about like the battle of uh, the Russians fighting the French. Um, I don't know. And Beethoven, um, he he liked Napoleon until Napoleon started uh, invading people, and he like totally changed yeah. his tune. He also. <laughs> um, <laughs> Changed his tune. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he he also um was friends and admire uh, admirer of the uh, composer Mendelssohn, and Mendelssohn was Jewish. Um, Richard Wagner, who is an, an amazing composer, um, uh, was uh, very anti-Semitic, unfortunately. So uh, Wagner oh, and Beethoven, bad. they did not get along. Mm, nice. Um, which again, I mean, and I he do wanted to fight. Oh, that's tough, man. Wagner was a tough son of a bitch. Mm. As angry as Beethoven was, he also was... Would have won in a staring contest. Beethoven, <laughs> for sure. He just stared the shit down at Wagner. Um, God, now I'm like excited about classical music. Dude, it's amazing. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, if you never, if you never did, uh, given classical music a chance, you really ought to because it's... Uh, it's extremely enhanceable. It will make you enjoy all the music you already like. You will like mm. it even more, actually, I think. Yeah. It's just going to make things broader and better, really. You know what? You can start with, like, movie scores. Uh, that is 
an incredible piece of advice, Adam. That's uh, amazing. I just recently heard that John Williams is retiring. Oh, dude. 90-something, 91, 90. He's, dude, one of the best, man. And, oh, my uh, God, Williams. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I just, whenever we watch a movie with John Williams' uh, score, I, I point out to the boys, like, this oh. is him again. This is him, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they've watched so many. Like, they've watched, uh, pl- of course, Star Wars and... Mm-hmm. Um, E.T. and like Indiana Hook, Jones, Indiana Jones, they Jurassic love Indiana Park. Jones movies. Oh my gosh! He also Jaws. did um, the first the Harry Potter, I believe. He did, he did Harry Potter? He uh, like all the music you remember from any Harry Potter movie was him. The main like dun, 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 dun. yes, yeah. Yes. He, I think he did. That, so that we one. watched uh, we watched the original Superman movie on Father's Day. Oh, did he do that him. too? That's oh him. wow! You know it. John Williams. Uh, yeah. What a career. Hook. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah dude. Home Alone. Oh, so beautiful good. music. Beautiful. So uh, yeah, John Williams. Yeah, you're right, Adam. Get get into, yeah, you, you get into John Williams, um, James Horner. Um, Danny Elfman. Yes, Danny Elfman for sure. Oh um, the guy that did, I don't know who it was. Um, oh, uh, Alexander Desplat. He did um, Imitation Game. Whoever did the Shawshank Redemption, um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure who that is. James Horner did Braveheart. Um, he also uh, did... Um, also a big fan of Alvin Silvestri. Oh, yeah. Um, Back to the Future. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, he also... You know what he did? He did uh, Predator. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. There's some parts in the score to Predator that sound a lot like um, parts of Back to the Future score. That's what I actually I actually really love that about these. Like John Williams does have um, motifs that you hear. Yes. You yeah. hear, you'll hear things like in Star Wars that you'll hear in E.T. or Hook. Yeah, these composers like, have oh, like wow. a yeah they have they have their own style. Um, uh, they probably got it from elsewhere. I know um, John Williams is really um, inspired by Gustav Holtz, mm. who did the planets. Um, a lot of people think it's kind of he kind of rips him off. I don't believe that. I think that um, dude, go ahead, go ahead. You know, it's it's sure. it's there for the taking. Take it. it. it well, it is Cla- classical music. <laughs> is um, it's public domain. Mm-hmm. You well, know? you think Weezer is paying Vivaldi <laughs> anything for? <laughs> you you don't have to anymore. You can you can play the shit out of Bach. Yeah. And you can play all of it because it's have it public as a domain now. You yeah. deserve it, and you might as well. Like it, I think it's a great celebration of the um of the classics because you're right, Adam. When you said that them. people, you you um film scores is a great way to get into it. I'm pretty sure that's how it. I started there, yeah. and then yeah, listen to uh, um yeah, you just I just started gravitating. I wanted even more of it. And, you know, eventually you, you go back to the, uh, you know, composers that are hundreds of years old. Um, but, yeah, no, film scores are incredible. They're beautiful. And they're very easily di- uh, digestible a lot of times, too. Oh, yeah. Um, without sacrificing complexity and beauty. Yeah. Well, man, it's good to get back to this. This it is so man. much fun. This was great. This was, uh, this was awesome. We, we're going we're gonna to try to do this more often. I do this yeah. more often. Welcome to the third season of 
1991. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to season three. If you made it this far to the episode, we do welcome you to season three, episode one. More great things to come. 1991. Absolutely. We'd like to close it out by wishing you all a wonderful night, a wonderful day whenever you're listening to this. If you are um, being penetrated by the summer heat, um, as we are, stay cool. Remember to stay hydrated. And remember, don't just drink nothing but water. You know, a lot of times you need a little bit of salt. You might need some Gatorade. You know, if you're trying to cut back on calories, find a low-calorie but electrolyte um, uh, beverage. Uh, you know, s- something like that. Maybe eat some pickles. Uh, mm. Drink drink the pickle. Don't, don't drink the juice. Drink the pickle no, juice. No, no, no. Or get you some lemons and limes. Cut them up and put them into the gallon of water. Um, don't get the lime juice or lemon juice from the can. Get the actual fruit, cut it in half, and put that real shit in your water. You need electrolytes, folks, because you really you lose them faster than you think. So please, man, keep yourselves uh, keep yourselves hydrated. Make sure you're getting a lot of protein. Make sure you're getting a lot of sleep. You know, um, try and keep your bed cool. You know, the lower that your body temperature is, the better the sleep you're gonna get. So, man, straight up. Put a fan under your balls, put it under the, the blankets, and chill out. Sleep on the floor if you have to in order to get the coolness of the floor. Get off that sofa or bed if it's too hot. Don't be afraid of the ground. Don't ever be afraid of the ground. Why would you be afraid of the ground? You're trying to do the best you can. Think creatively. Pick the stuff that's cheap, easy, and free. And remember to breathe deeply. And when you exhale, don't push it out. Let it out smoothly. But... The, uh, the inhale, make them deliberate. But remember, the exhales, you just release. You don't push out, you just release. Okay, you're a crazy person. Feel free, people, to sleep in your beds. Don't be sleeping on the bed in the summer. <laughs> if you do, you're a bitch. All right, good night, folks. Good night.